my beautiful beings it's your girl han wow so the last episode that i posted it should have gone live last night um i recorded that like december 7th and just literally never posted it because right after that i went on a trip and it kind of just got like left behind but i'm really really proud of that episode i think it's like one of my most planned out podcast episodes and i really do like it but um i wanted to do a life update because the timeline of when that was versus the day it got posted which was yesterday so much has happened so much beautiful beautiful change so in that last episode i kind of opened it up on a heavier note i was really feeling down about the weather because i'm such a warm weather loving person and i actually had to like crop out a little bit of that rant because it just got a little bit annoying hannah was really going in on the fact that she's made for warm weather so if you didn't know from my instagram this past month i went to colorado i went to colorado in the beginning of the month and i loved it so much that i then booked a ticket and went back two weeks later i came home for like christmas and the new year and then literally like a day after the new year booked a flight and went back because i literally just loved it I have had such a perspective change on what it means to live somewhere. So my whole life I've thought if it's cold, it's New York and I don't want to live there. Um, By any means, like my dream for myself, the only vision I could hold for myself was that I would live somewhere tropical. And while that is still so, so true, I felt like I could live in Colorado. I was in like the Vail, Keystone eagle area not really like near denver but more so in the mountains the thing with the cold there is that the sun is always shining and there's always something to do outside and it doesn't always need to require money like it doesn't always need to be skiing sometimes you can just like grab a backpack and go hiking obviously be safe it's a lot different out there a lot more dangers for sure but i just loved it there i was cold but i didn't feel that like oh my god like it's just the same day over and over again the sky was never gray and i really did like fall in love and i really did get to also itch my travel bug because i went two times in a month um lots of airplanes lots of airports and i love that vibe i did always want to be a flight attendant though because like it kind of matches the criteria in life of what i think i would thrive doing which is traveling and talking to people and experiencing different cultures and like going all over the place but low-key after seeing the flight attendants and like how just (laughs) repetitive of a cycle their jobs probably turn into i'm kind of back to the drawing board i'm still not like that's not off the table but I don't know. I think seeing so much, like I did um, four flights in a month and I really got to see like all different airlines types of flight attendants, I kind of changed my mind. But we won't get into that today. <laughs> yeah, I'm feeling really, really blessed after those two trips. Now my life is kind of in like a slowed down point. It's a little bit depressing because now I just kind of am working and going back to school, finishing my degree. Um yeah not a lot of like immediate big shiny things to look forward to but of course like i said i literally booked those flights within the same week if you're like a travel junkie like i am i think something reassuring to like tell yourself is what you want is literally a plane ticket away like it's really not that hard to do it and 
I've actually always kind of thought you could just get in your car and drive and like it's really not that far away it's just kind of like a leap of faith something else I wanted to announce and I'm still kind of back and forth on it because I don't know entirely if I'm you know ready in my journey with tarot I've been reading tarot for over a year like a year and a half and I feel really connected to my cards. I feel like when I give my friends and my family readings, they always walk away with some kind of clarity. Um, but I'm still like pretty new to it. So last night I was on TikTok Live and I was doing a collective reading and they were just like, the comments were really reassuring that it was helping. And so I said, you know, I get a lot of comments saying for one-on-one -on -one readings. And I said, I would do them, but I think I would need like some kind of currency on both ends. So like Venmo me $5 and I'll give you a reading and I did it and I got really good feedback so if that's something like you guys would want to hear more of like a one-on-one -on -one, or even just like honestly a one-on-one -on -one, like session together I could just like you know send me a question and Venmo me $5 with your question and your Instagram handle and um and $5 is like a starting range it really doesn't matter how much you Venmo me I don't care as long as like I can just see it in my email with your Instagram name and the question um I would love to do that my Venmo is hannah.jj7 it's also linked in my link tree the only thing apart about it that's weird was like charging money but a girl's got to make a living and I feel like five dollars isn't like a crazy ask so yeah I'm looking at that route of tarot or like one-on-one -on -one sessions with you guys whatever you feel called and of course we could discuss rates privately but yeah if you're interested in that send me a dm so today we're going to be having more of like a girl talk doesn't necessarily just have to be girls i know so many boys that find themselves insecure after looking at people's instagrams or like an unrealistic highlight reel of someone's life today we're going to be talking about the inevitable inevitable truth that unfortunately social media has brought us as much good as it's brought us like i always try to look at things in a perspective of there's always some good there you know without social media i wouldn't be doing what i'm doing right now which ultimately is like a huge huge milestone in my life having this platform meeting new people putting myself out there, feeling less crazy with my truths. Like this is all thanks to social media. I've made so many amazing friends. But I know that there's always like the yin and the yang. There's always some negativity to some positivity. And of course, growing up with this device in my hands has given me a very, very wide range of women and lifestyles to compare myself to and ultimately to make myself feel like shit over especially from someone very young that doesn't have the moral compass to be able to say, hey, maybe this isn't real. So today we're going to be talking about why you need to stop comparing yourself to people on the internet. This can go both ways as well, because growing up, I remember I was obsessed. Like, tell me your biggest biggest fan the person that you had posters up on your wall of like Harry Styles Justin Bieber we all went through that phase I went through that phase with Jay Alvarez if you don't know Jay Alvarez is a travel vlogger he makes like kind of really intense short videos of a span of time like his life in Hawaii to very upbeat and inspirational music and these videos you know it was like Jay Alvarez and Alexis Ren I didn't want to be Alexis Ren <laughs> 
Alexis Ren was just kind of like the pretty face in the background. I wanted to be the Jay Alvarez. I wanted to be editing and recording and doing the skydiving. Like I wanted to be doing the crazy things, editing them and like being the face behind the video that's known. Like that was my dream. I would watch these videos before bed. I would do everything. And I literally like manifested a part of my life to those videos because once I got to be the age that I had freedom and I could, you know, I grew up in a very, it's a lake town. So everyone has boats and we all party on them and um, do water sports and stuff. And I would make these videos kind of having forgotten a little bit about the Jay Alvarez videos. Cause like I started watching those when I was very young and I was older then. And then you know, he popped back up on my Instagram feed and I was like, he 100% influenced this. And I almost like manifested this part of my reality through his eyes. So social media in that sense can be good because it shows you a lot more realities that could be yours without actually having to experience them. Like a lot of times people growing up, especially in like my mom and dad's age, they would grow up and all they would know was like their parents' realities so if their parents were teachers and doctors they knew okay I know that's a job possibility but with social media you can watch an infinite amount of realities through like YouTube vlogs and like okay this seems like something I'd like to do and this is actually a real experience of what it means to do that so in that sense social media has opened a lot of doors for people but Growing up with the mind of a young, impressionable, especially little girl, in my opinion, I think it's always harder for girls out here on the internet. Um, It can be so draining and depressing. And ultimately, kind of you lose a sense of self because you know who you are and it's already hard enough to figure that out. You finally are starting to get on your feet and gain a personality and a place in this world and then you get shown these images of people and now you're questioning if you're enough. I was raised by someone that was very natural. My mom didn't even own like face lotion. She didn't wear makeup. She didn't do skincare. She was just herself and you know she grew up in the 70s and that was her. She didn't change anything about herself and she kind of preached that mindset onto me and I always thought my mom was beautiful so I didn't ever, you know, think I needed more um but of course I grew up in a time with a lot of social media and I would see these images of girls on like tumblr and instagram was starting to be a thing but it was mostly like tumblr and I would just look at those girls and I'd be like damn I really don't look like that but mind you I was literally a baby still and these women were so much older and totally face tuned over and the two just don't compare There's no reason to be comparing a child to a photoshopped image of like a grown ass woman. And for a child to try to fit in the shoes of that image is sickening. Ultimately, I don't want to make this story too much of like a back history through my life because I was so young and it's not really important. But I do just want to like allow some people to maybe feel some common ground. I went to college after you know, already having been in a position where I didn't really like the way I looked naturally. Actually, the less I could look like myself, the more beautiful I would feel because that's kind of the narrative that got pushed onto me growing up was look at this makeup tutorial. You can literally change the shape of your nose. Look at this eyebrow tutorial. You can literally change the arch of your eyebrow. Like why can it never just be enhance what you have and make it more beautiful instead of literally like I was trying to give myself this non-existent nose through makeup and 
this is another thing I want to get into because I don't ever want like if if makeup is a passion of yours we're not talking about that um I think that using your face as a canvas to like express yourself is so fun and I wish I had that passion within myself but unfortunately like I don't enjoy it my skin breaks out really bad as well so like wearing makeup is kind of stressful to me um I was doing it because I literally just didn't want to look like myself I wasn't doing it because I found it fun I wasn't doing it because I enjoyed trying new things I was doing it because like I said the less I could look like myself the better I was going to feel so if it's your passion by no means am I saying like fuck makeup I'm saying it like you can't leave the house to go to the grocery store unless you've caked your face okay there might be a little bit of like healing to do there by all means, if it's your passion, please don't let me try to say that, like, I'm disagreeing with that. Okay, we've got that cleared up. This continued, like, all the way until my sophomore year of college. I just always felt so uncomfortable in my own skin. And it really just always came down to having unrealistic images to compare myself to. For a while there, I had, um, as my lock screen, like, this unattainable body image. And we're not going to talk about eating disorders because I've made a podcast about that already. And if you're interested... That is available to you. Uh, very vulnerable episode. I just felt like I couldn't differentiate that what was on social media was not what was walking around on this earth in real time. I feel like in a lot of senses, I have been that girl that people were comparing themselves to because I was posting bikini pictures and you know I'll be honest I did used to edit pretty dramatically my body um and I've been friends with people that were definitely those girls that people were comparing themselves to and when I tell you that they are not happy and I was not happy because your life starts to revolve around the way that you look And you start to feel like what you're bringing to the table is completely dependent on what you look like. And if you don't bring your A game and do, you know, the most workouts and eat the the least food and do the best makeup and have the best plastic surgery in the game, like, it's just this race to the bottom because here's the other thing. Those trends will never stand still. And why would they? I mean... The cosmetic industry profits off of women being insecure because the more that they can make you feel like shit and then sell you a solution, the more money they're going to make. Oh, you hate your under eye bags. Well, here's this concealer. And then the next week, here's this new concealer. Oh, actually, under eye eye bags are in now. (laughs) It's like, oh, you want a huge butt. Okay, you better work out for that butt or get plastic surgery. And then in two weeks, it's like that BBL effect is out. And now like skinny, petite women are in style. How disgusting is that? Can we all collectively please say that the narrative that women's body types and styles come in and out of trend is literally the most disturbing thing in the world. As if we don't have enough things to worry about as human beings on this planet, the last thing that I want to be thinking about is if I'm in style. And then keeping up with that motherfucker, like, I'm sorry, please as women, can we shift the narrative that just who we are as humans is enough? There was a time when I wanted plastic surgery so bad. I was a freshman in college. I literally like signed up for this consultation that I couldn't afford so obviously I didn't go but 
I signed up for it and it was a consultation to get a nose job and I was so serious. I was like, I will save every penny of my money so I can get this procedure done. And of course I didn't. And had I had done that, do you know how pissed I'd be? Because as someone who's come through to the other side and like gone through this healing journey, you start to realize that every reason that you've learned not to like yourself If someone has said something to you that made you feel insecure, that was literally a projection of how they feel about themselves onto you. They're insecure. They're projecting that. You're like a mirror to them. They see something in themselves that they hate and they're projecting it onto you because it's easier to do that. Or it's a learned trauma response because a lot of times in women, especially younger girls, I see and hear this like self-sabotage, self-deprecation talk universe is always listening and it doesn't know when something is a joke or if you're being 100% serious. If you're telling yourself and putting out the words that you are ugly, you're not worth it, you're not enough, you're fat, the universe is going to hear that and align you to a reality that meets what you're putting out. So if you can change that and use affirmations of that you are a fucking goddess and you're beautiful and all of those, you know, good things, you know, make yourself some good affirmations. That is a reality that's going to reflect. Of course, you're meeting that reality with a healthy lifestyle and, you know, doing the work to meet that reality. But be mindful of the words that you're saying about yourself. And just try to unfollow those people and keep your feeds clean of unrealistic standards, you know, more uplifting. I hope that young girls all over the world can hear this and just honestly believe in their hearts that if you didn't have social media... And you weren't comparing yourself to people that don't look the way that they post themselves to look in most cases. Um, You would be just fine. So try to live a life because you know what? This life is short. You know, like you don't have unlimited time and especially your youth. You want to enjoy this. You want to wear that bathing suit. You want to eat that snack and you want to go to those places and make those memories. You don't want to look back on your youth and think about the time that you cried yourself to sleep because you were insecure or wish for the longest time that you had done that thing but you didn't because you were insecure. What if I told you that one day you're going to look back on your life and you're going to just wish that you had done it, that you had looked at the fear and said, fuck that fear and done it anyways. That's what I want to leave you with today is the idea that the world is going to keep spinning. Time is going to keep moving And you have to keep up. You can't let insecurities and fears keep you from living a good life. You can, but like I said, when you're 80, you're going to look back. Don't live a life of regret and don't let social media drive you into a pit of insecurities and have you miss out on what it means to be a human being on this weird, weird earth in this weird, weird body with this very weird reality. I mean, you're sitting here listening to me right now. Isn't it pretty cool that we could align and you could hear that? So take that as a sign to go out there and do the things that you want to do unapologetically because you want to do them and leave the insecurities at home because we really don't have time for them. All right, my beautiful beings, that's all I've got. I wanted to come on here and say that because I'm fed up with the comments on my Instagram about how to find your confidence and how to not be insecure because why would you ever feed that reality? You deserve more. You're gorgeous and you're unique. All right. 
I love you beautiful beings. As always, my Instagram DMs are open if you have some comments about the episode or you want to do some kind of private reading, we can talk about that in my DMs. Uh, Yeah, I love you guys. Thank you for coming into the new year with me and I send you so much love and peace.